Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. We are holding Mo Hashem, Masachatani, Yud Aleph, and Yud Aleph, 11a. Yud Aleph, and Yud Aleph, 11a. We're holding in the middle of the page, actually. And we're talking over here about the importance of being Noseba Olim Chavero. Is if somebody's suffering, we can't distance ourselves from that suffering. When the Tzibor is suffering, when the community is, is in pain, we can't just say, Shalom Aleich Nafshi, like we said. You know, I'll be good, everything's going to be fine with me. It doesn't work that way. YOLO, exactly. You don't say YOLO. YOLO, you only live once. You only live once. <laughs> we don't say that. It's true, but we don't say that. No, in this regard, in this case, we have to we have to care about other people. We can't just disregard other people. So, the, so let's just re- recap where we left off. The last thing we said was, we said that there was two levels of people who don't think about the ultimate punishment or what's going to happen. The first level we said, which is called benonim. Remember this? What was Benonim? Is they said, is like we said, a pasuk in Yeshaya. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we will die. What does it mean? It means they recognize that they're going to die tomorrow. So at least that's a level, at least. But still they say, we're not going to think too much about it. We're going to enjoy ourselves. Now that's not a good thing, because you have to realize, if tomorrow we're going to die, eventually we're going to die, we should do the right thing now. But the worst level, we said, which is the level of Rishaim, is that they don't even recognize they're going to die. They think they're going to live forever. They think they're going to live forever, which is stupid. It's foolish, really. They just think, well, some people who just say, I'm going to enjoy myself today, and the same thing will be tomorrow. We brought Sukim that highlight this. They don't think about the fact there's going to be Din V'Cheshbon. There's going to be something that I have to... And we said in a similar way, somebody that sees the Tzibor suffering, and they don't care to participate in that, that's a problem. That's considered a very negative thing. So now we're going to talk about the positive. So rather, what should we do? You see the community as a problem. War in Israel. Uh, I don't know, hurricane. Something, a Jewish community suffering. What do we need to do? So that's where we're up to now. If everybody looks inside, it's uh, four lines down the wide lines. You see that? It's, it's about four lines down the wide lines. Six? Four? One second. One, two, three, four, five. 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 Exactly. Let's go from there. So says the Gemara, this is where we're picking up. This is the right thing. This is the approach we're supposed to do. A person should suffer with the community. Because we find the same idea by Moshe Rabbeinu. It's a famous story. A famous story, and we had it in Masechet Rosh Hashanah. What is it? He suffered along with the community. What is this talking about? At the end of Parashat Bishalach, we have the story of Moshe bringing the Jews to fight against Amalek. Remember this story? Remember we said the Mishnah Rosh Hashanah said, Asher Yarim Moshe Yadav, when he lifted his hands towards Shamayim, the Jewish people were successful. And when he lowered, and when he lowered his hands, Gavar Amalek, Amalek started to win. Remember, so the Mishnah yeah. told us, why, what's the Pshat? Because when he lifted his hands, they were mechaven towards Hashem. 
the Jewish people, it's not his hands that won the war, didn't win the war, but rather they had Kavana Shem Shamayim, and they won the war. When he put them down, they lost that focus. But the point is, oh, oh, so hold on, that's, let's see, let's see. So that's exactly it, is that the Jews were fighting, Yeshua bin Nun actually was leading them in battle against Amalek. What? What do you mean, Sefer Yeshua? In the Sefer Yeshua, you say something like that also. Well, hold on. This in this war, Yeshua was leading them, meaning when, when, when he didn't lead, they oh, that's they, true. That's true. Like that, true. Yeshua had to lead them in battle. That's a different story, though. There, Hashem said, "You're only going to succeed in conquering the land if you go in the front." That's a different story. The point over here is, is that Moshe was standing at the top of the mountain, giving inspiration, and Yeshua was leading them below, fighting Amalek. And the Psukim tells Shneemarts, the end of Bishalach, it says. The hands of Moshe were heavy. They took a stone. They put it under him. And he sat on it. Okay? So he wanted to sit because he was tired. They took a stone and he went and he sat on the stone. So the Gemara says, Did Moshe not have one mattress? Or one pillow? To sit on it? Because why did they take a stone? They should have taken a mattress or a pillow, something a little more comfortable, an easy chair, right? Rather, what did Moshe say? Since the Jews are, are enveloped, they're uh, suffering in pain, I will also be in pain. wouldn't be appropriate for me to sit in a comfortable chair when they're suffering below against Amalek. Anybody that suffers with the pain of the public, he will merit to see the comfort of the public. We say the same thing when it comes to Tisha B'Av, you know, the three weeks when we remember for Exactly, We say that anybody that mourns about Yerushalayim, they suffer about that dis destruction that was years and years ago, they'll merit to see it in its comfort. Meaning when it's rebuilt. Oh, so it's very. I want to. I want to. I wanted to point something out of here. Very interesting. Moshe Rabbeinu, listen. Listen to this for a second. It's brought down. It's brought down in Alacha what Yosef just said. It's brought down Shulchan Aruch. The first, the beginning of Shulchan Aruch talks about Yerei Shamayim Ben Torah, somebody that has the direction of the Torah. He should be pained by the suffering of the Khurban. Because even though it was 2,000 years ago, he should still feel suffering. And one of the ways to internalize it is to wake up and do tikkun chatzot. You cry. On one level, you're crying about the Khurban itself, how it affects us. On a deeper level, you're crying about the Shekhinah. Shekhinah begaluta, it's called. The Shekhinah in Galut is that the Shekhinah, the glory of Hashem, is hidden. It's covered up. I don't sit on a floor. Okay. I sit on a bed. I don't uh, cry. What are you say? I say, 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 I th there's a big lesson here, I think. Moshe Rabbeinu could have said, I'm going to feel bad for them. 
But he didn't do that. What did he do? No, 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 no. What did he do? He also part of them. He did a physical action to feel their suffering. It's very interesting. He didn't just feel bad for them or feel, in my head I'm thinking about their suffering. He did a physical action that was uncomfortable so that he could join them in their suffering. You hear the difference? You walk by a poor person on the street. You, oh, I feel so bad for him. Or you do something physical, something real, and then you really feel their suffering. There's a difference. So I think the Gemara is telling us here, you should be mitzahir with the tzibur. It's not enough just to feel bad for them. Sit on a rock. Do something real, something physical. You feel uncomfortable. You feel discomfort. Then you're really making a genuine effort. There's a lesson there. I've heard stories, let's tell you. By the way, on Tisha B'Av, there is such an inyan. Tisha B'Av, there is an inyan. Some people say, if you usually sleep with two pillows, sleep with one pillow. You usually sleep with one pillow, sleep without a pillow. There's, there's an idea of doing a physical action so that it puts you in the mindset that you can really feel. Not just, not just uh, in your head say, I think about the Chorban, but you do a physical action. Not that people have to see this, but for you to be able to really feel the, the, the pain. You hear the difference, though. Meaning, you could you could just think about it, or but there's another idea of doing something physical that it affects you in a, in a deeper sort of way. That's what you were just saying, by the way, about sitting on the floor. And there's a reason. That's probably why Chazal ordained those things. Part of the idea is to get into it, right? I was thinking about this idea. Is but me just waking up in the middle of the night. I don't know. I'm not saying it's nothing. Minutes, no, no, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not saying the best it's true. It's true. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with him. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with him. I'm just saying you see from Moshe Rabbeinu, he sat on a rock. He sat on a rock. I don't know. Tikkun is a level. I mean, it's it's a high level. I don't know. But the point I'm making is he sat on a rock. That's what Chazal are telling us is you suffer with the people. You do something physical. So I was just thinking in my own head. There's this war in Israel, right? So either we could do is we could say, I feel so bad. What you, can we do? Oh, so what can we do? But I'm just thinking, there has to be something real. Dr. Pomper, by the way, he went to Israel. He worked in the uh, hospital in Israel. Dr. Pomper. He went, he worked in Israel. He picked, he picked cucumbers off of a yeshuv. He was helping. I just want to point something. That's sitting on a rock a little bit. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. doing something. Now, I don't know what if we have to do that. But I think there is some level. That's the same idea. I'm just saying it's not enough just to feel bad. I think there, there, Right, right, right. And then maybe there's something you could do. I'm just saying, if the Gemara is telling us he's on a rock, something physical, something real, that puts you in the right in the right headspace. That's what it seems like at least. Yeah. What do you want to say? Yeah. Yeah. You listen to those recordings? That's very good. I know you listen to those. Good. Good. That's the Hasidim or Yishonim. It says the early Hasidim. No, but that's a high level. That's the Hasidim Rishonim. These were people that were, by the way, we do something like that. We do Psuke de Zimra. It prepares us for the Amidah. There are things that Chazal established 
so that we get into the right headspace. Yeah. I'm just pointing out, it, 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 that's what, it, seems like there's, it seems like it's not enough to just say, I feel it. You do something more. Do something. But we said Elif Lamate, Elif Lamate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, uh, of course, of course. Uh, the wars of, uh, I don't remember, but yeah. yeah. By David Amelech, I don't remember. There was remember. wars, and yeah. then there was like a separation. Some mm. people sat and learned Torah. Okay. And some people and, and went and, and fought. But that's no. not the point. Oh, so what? So what? One second, one second. So what? One second, finish it. So what? So what are you saying? There, there is a participation. Of course. There is a yachdut. Of course. With the suffering, of course, but that is something. With the, with, with the, with the, the pain, with yeah. the um, toughness that you're going but through. But that is something. But that is hagufa. Okay. Like I, I said to him, so you, think you learn extra hour to lie. I, I agree. You I sacrifice agree. from your work. I agree. So you know what? Learn Torah is the suffering. Well, not not suffering, not suffering, but well, well, he just said you learn a little bit extra. You give a little more. Learning extra is not. It's not suffering. It's, oh, We're okay. talking suffering. I hear, I hear what you're saying. Long Torah is simcha long Torah. It's not, you're not, he is talking about. I hear, I hear. You've got to feel the suffering. You know what? Suffering. I'll tell you, I know, I don't I know, know somebody, I know somebody that there was a certain tragedy going on and he said, I'm not going to eat ice cream until this thing Here is, until, until this, this thing is, is done. I know somebody like this. That's I'm not going to eat ice cream. It. Now, yeah. it's a small thing, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. something that he'll but feel. He'll feel it. It, he'll feel it because usually he'll pull out of the freezer at the. Uh, no, it's a small. It's something to think. You see, these are things perhaps we can tap into a little bit. There's people suffering. You don't have to go crazy because you go crazy, you're not going to be able to keep it. Something, something small that we, we can feel. Like I'm saying. Something. Yeah. But like I'm saying, yeah. if a person do an extra daily, for sure. Extra daily. What, what I hear what Yosef's saying. But there is a way that. Yeah. Okay, you're helping people in the farms to uh, collect cucumbers. I just want to point out the language of the Gemara is, it says, It's a very interesting language, right? We didn't cry for weeks. What's the language? It's a very interesting uh, language. Something, something. right? I, I hear what he's saying. I'm not saying Matan's, Matan's right, by the way. We do those chuyot for them. We're helping them. It's true. Yeah, it's a very interesting thing. Mitzaer, to be... It's a very... Uh, a, thin, a thin line. Gray area. Yeah. You know, yeah. how you want to um, feel like you're part of it? You're well, gonna cry? I'm just giving an example. Okay, Moshe so sat cry, on a rock. So it, means, it, it means that I'm part of it if I cry. I'm just if saying. I cry, I'm just get, Moshe sat on a rock. Okay, it's an example. Well, we're learning from Chazal. They're telling us. So how do we do something like that? I'm just saying example. You know, something to think about. Why? Oh, 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 okay, 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 fair enough. Fair enough. But there's, so then there is something, okay? Like I'm yeah. saying, if I learn Torah, if I'm doing Shul Torah, I agree. If, if I'm, I agree. If you are, yeah. if people sending donations to Eretz Israel in different ways, okay, if they. But what's interesting that Yosef's saying that, I, and I, I hear what he's saying, you think Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't davening? One second. He was but davening, action, but he but was also sitting on a rock. 
but the action is part of the sorrow. Shomea, you hear that? Yes. For sure he was davening to Hashem. But at the same time he sat on a rock. It's a very interesting thing. Chazal are telling us he wanted to feel, so he sat on a rock instead of a pillow. Very interesting idea. I don't know. It's something to think about. So what do you suggest? Is I sleep on the floor tonight? I, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. That's why I said. That's why I said. That's why I said an example. It's by the way. It's not to suffer for them. It's to suffer with them. That's the point, no, that's right? A small doesn't, thing. Doesn't I hear. So what? What? what, what Eliezer is saying. Anyways, we're suffering with them because of anti-Semitism in America. Also, I hear. That could be. Right. Right. Could be. It could be. No, it could be right. It could be right. I hear that. I hear that. That would tie into what we spoke about before. Remember, we said Yosef separated from Tashmir Shamita because he wasn't with them. But if we're with them, and essentially to some degree, I, I hear that. I, I could hear that. Now let's continue a little bit more. So the Gemara says now a fascinating thing. Okay, so we're supposed to suffer along with other people when they're in pain. Let's say I decide I'm not going to. Who's going to know the difference? Interesting thing. So listen to this. The Shema Yomar Adam. Everybody see that? You see? You see? Oh, it reminds me of the story with Bo and uh, Similar idea. Maybe a person will say, Me may it be. Who's going to testify against me? Meaning, I'm going to go in my house. I'm going to do what I want behind closed doors. I'm not going to care about the public. And no one's going to know otherwise. Says the Gemara, Avne Beto Shel Adam. The stones of the house of the person. And the beams of the house of the person will testify against him. After 120, those stones and bricks and, and beams, they're going to testify. How do we know? The Pasuk tells us, A stone from the wall will call out, Kapis is a half brick. And the half brick from the wood will call out, will, will respond against him. The guy don't think Hashem see everything? It's I mean, very I interesting. The Gemara, you're what, right. He thinks he could fool people. So what's going to happen is they're going to, the, the bricks, where you thought you, you got everything clear, yeah. the brick is going to testify against you. Say so they say the walls have ears. Yeah. It's like an idea like that. What was the story with the boar and the... The boar and the chulda. Chulda yeah. ve'bo. Similar, yeah. Also the tzadikah had... Yeah. Oh, that's something else. That's a, yeah, the mother, the mother of the Kohanim Gedolim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I believe you That's one answer. So one answer is the bricks of his house. They're going to testify against you. Devei Rabbi Shila Amri. Another explanation. Devei Rabbi Shila said. You know, every person has two malachia sharet that accompany you. When we come home on Shabbat, we say Shalom Aleichem Aleichem Sharet. So, so the two angels that accompany a person, they're going to testify against you. They're going to say this guy suffered with the public or didn't. They're going to they're going to call you out. Shneimaz, it says in Tehillim, it says Kima Lachav. He said this Friday night. Kima Lachav Yitzav Lach Hashem says. His angels, Yitzav Elach, literally means he commanded for you. What does it mean he commanded for you? Hashem commanded those angels, they're going to testify about what you did in your lifetime, and they're going to say, did you suffer with the public, or did you say, I don't care about them? That's the second answer. 
Rav Chitka Omer, Rav Chitka says a third explanation. Nishmato shel adam Your very soul is going to testify against you. Shneemar Micha, the pasuk tells us Mishochevet, Mishochevet, I guess. Mishochevet chekecha shmo picha. From that which is shochevet chekecha, what sleeps inside you, what lives inside you, which means your neshama, shmo picha. Guard what comes out of your mouth, meaning. Careful what you say because your neshama is hearing and it's going to testify against you. What sleeps inside you. Is your neshama is going to witness against you, testify against you. So guard what comes out of your mouth. That's right. And another explanation says, the limbs of a person, Ivarim. They will testify against him. Shenemer, like it says in Yeshaya, Atem Edai, you are my testimony, referring to the body of a person. Neum Hashem, says Hashem. So we have four explanations, I think, right? We said first was the bricks. Then we said the angels that accompany a person. Then we said the neshama. And the final explanation was the evarim, the limbs of a person. So we can't get away with it. We said four, right? We said again, the bricks, the malachim, the shama, and evarim. So the four, these are the four things. The limbs, the limbs, arms, legs. Right, I hear. So I, I wonder if the shot is. You're right, of course Hashem sees everything. Hashem is not a witness. Well, he could be. Hashem but the is, is the one that. It could be it's easier. It could be it's easier. It could be it's easier for us to relate to. You know, Hashem is uh, harder to, but you know what? Your neshama, your bricks, the the walls have ears. Everything knows. Everything's going to be revealed. Like That's you the record story. it twenty four seven. Yeah, it's, it's going to be revealed. So therefore, if a person thinks to himself, <coughs> Shalom alaych nafshi, meaning I don't care what's going on with the public, I'm going to go and uh, be in, in my house. A lot of things against him. And I, I just wanted to add one thing to this. You could have people perhaps who pretend that they care. But then they go home and they do whatever they want. They don't care. They don't really care. Just in public, it doesn't look good if they don't show they don't care. Politicians, and it's like, they, you know, they show, they, they talk all about supporting the tragedy and whatever. They don't really care. They go home, the bricks of their house will testify against them. And it's, it's an idea that would come out. Very interesting idea that comes out from this. I think it's a big musar, though, a big lesson also, is if somebody is suffering, the community is suffering, we cannot separate from them. We cannot do that. Can't separate. We have to recognize they're suffering. We're suffering. in different ways, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. like there is a lachod that say, like for example, even if you come to shul, yeah, that would not be a gudot a gudot. Like you don't do, like you know, when people right, right. raise something, you, like they fitting. standing, you sitting, like they sitting, and, uh, they standing. But I'm just saying, it, it comes out very interesting. You know. When there is a when there is a tragedy, immediately everybody feels bad. You know, everybody's. But then it goes on for two it's months. A source for unity. But then it goes on for two months, and two and a half months, and you lose. You could lose a sensitivity to it. So perhaps what the Gemara is saying is we have to do something in order to retain that sensitivity. Empathy, right? To to really feel. It. You could lose it. Very, unfortunately, you turn on the news. You hear Israeli soldier died. You don't. You might. We might not feel it as much as when it happened. We might not. But we should. We really should. We really should. You know. So we have to be involved. We have to feel the suffering. It's not a simple thing. Rabbi, to tell you, as a person who grew up as an Israeli. Yeah. The world is changed after something. These tragedies happen to these families. You know. Of course. It's not the same thing. Like you see, sometimes 
parents, ten years after they look like they aged hundred years more. Hashem is more not to show it yeah. to any family in, the, in their life. Yeah, it's, true. it's like it's true. It's, it's breaking families. Yeah, totally. Parents that need to bury their kid, Hashem is more, Lo Alenu. You have no idea. I don't. I don't have any idea. Nobody. I don't. Just read today about there's a religious girl, I think, and she was saying to a rabbi that I was so close to Hashem talking to her one time after the kill a mother found the one. I don't know what they did to her father. Found the one. Now I can't talk to her. The rabbi said, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like what could he tell like But we just learn and look at the. I was in a class last week, and we spoke. We spoke about it, this uh, tragedies and and, and troubles and tzarot and uh, to feel. You know, Abraham Avinu when he came back after Akedat Yitzchak. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll stop. It. We'll pick up with this tomorrow. Okay, we're continuing on this week. Yeah.